Hello and welcome to the Art of Health podcast. I'm your host, Marie Steffen, a health and fitness coach with over a decade of experience in this field. In this podcast, I'll be sharing my personal best tips, valuable insights, and the wisdom gained from coaching thousands of people just like you. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of What Would Marie Do? in which I'm giving my best advice to one of my listeners' questions that might also apply to you because my goal is that every one of you reaches your fitness goals in the smartest way. Like in every second episode of this format, I will read the message first and get into the exact steps that I recommend for this person after. For today, I chose Pia's question. Hey Marie, I'm 16 years old, 1 meter and 58 centimeters tall and weigh 51 kilograms. I have been working out for one year and did home workouts for two years before. I aim to build more muscle mass for aesthetic reasons and want to gain more strength because I would love to learn different skills. I've been practicing pull-ups for one year. I started with the pull-up machine and transitioned then to your free pull-up program in February. I made good progress until I arrived at the end of your program. I don't know how to continue to break through my plateau. I feel like I'm stagnating in general, also in my upper body workouts. When using more weights, I don't have a good mind-muscle connection. I'm working out three to four times at the gym and do dance classes or gymnastics additionally two times per week. Thanks for your amazing content. Keep up the good work. All the best, Pia. Hey Pia, first of all, kudos for starting at such a young age with your strength training. Being active in your teenage years will make it way easier for you to maintain athleticism. But that doesn't mean you can't start working out and learning new skills with 50 or 60 years too. I'm just happy you found a way of being active that is fun for you and that keeps you motivated. So that's very valuable. I love that you want to learn pull-ups. It is such a valuable skill to master because a pull-up is not only a great exercise to develop back and arm muscles, but it does also engage the full body, improves full body stability and strength, increases grip, core and arm strength, and it is a foundational skill for more advanced skills like muscle-ups, weighted pull-ups, etc. The strength you gain by achieving a pull-up or multiple reps also carries over and therefore improves your strength in other exercises like deadlifts, bent-over rows and toes-to-bars. So now let's get you, Pia, and everyone who listens to your first pull-up. A pull-up requires a certain amount of volume, higher reps and high intensity. I will talk about these two variables in training in my next episode in detail. But for now, I just want you to know that we want to do pull-up specific exercises that you can perform in a rep range of 8 to 15 reps and pull-up specific exercises that are more difficult for you and that you can perform only one to a maximum of five reps in. Both have different intentions. Lower intensity and higher reps are essential to strengthen the muscles that are involved in a pull-up and to build muscle mass. The lower reps with high intensity 
are important to mimic the strength you need for your first rep of a pull-up because your first pull-up is a max effort repetition that requires your maximum strength. That means if you're training only for reps, you will never get your first pull-up. That's why I tell people who want to learn a pull-up to stop only doing banded pull-ups or the pull-up machine you have mentioned. You need to train for max strength as well in order to get your first one. And I can tell you, you probably won't feel a good muscle-mind connection in your first pull-up. The only thing you will feel and should think about is pulling as hard as you possibly can to get up. For everyone who is not familiar with the term mind-muscle connection, it is the ability to actively engage a particular muscle group by thinking and focusing on that muscle. For example, the lats at a lat pull-down machine. You can think of your lats and try to really engage the lat muscle instead of using lots of forearm and bicep strength. Or another example would be trying to think and actively engage your glutes in hip thrusts. For most people, a sensation of a good muscle connection is a burn in that specific muscle group. Although I'm a big fan of practicing it, I'm also encouraging you to focus in phases on pure strength. Of course, with proper technique, but without the expectation to feel a muscle in isolation in a complex movement. Because the reality is when you lift a lot of weight or when you do your first pull-up, many muscles are involved. A good mind-muscle connection is something you can practice for higher reps and less intensity and the more isolated an exercise or movement is, the easier a specific muscle group can be engaged. That means work on your low rep, high intensity pull-up exercises first, like negative pull-ups, feet assisted pull-ups and even banded pull-ups with a really light band with which you can do only one to three reps. I would focus on two of these exercises per session and accumulate eight sets total or four sets for each exercise. And then for your accessory work, I would add two to three strength exercises that target your back, forearms and biceps also in a low to medium rep range of six to maximum eight reps like bent over rows, reverse rows, single arm dumbbell rows, lat pull down machine, etc. And at the end, I would do some higher volume sets performed at 8 to 15 reps. For those of you who are not familiar with the term accessory work, that refers to all exercises that support a certain skill. So do this structure twice per week, Pia, or everybody who wants to follow this and learn a pull up. And make sure to do the pull-up specific workouts at the beginning of your regular workout or on a separate day to start fresh. I recommend you then test a free pull-up every four weeks roundabout just to see where you're at. You might be surprised how close you are or you may even get one on your testing day. And if not, don't be disappointed. I don't expect that. See this just as a check-in of where you're currently at. A testing week is also what I included in week four of my new pull-up skill plan, in which you are also welcome to send me a video of your current status through the chat. 
I will give you individual feedback on your technique and tips to achieve your pull-up faster. This pull-up plan is a free bonus for everybody in my hybrid body program and is far more detailed than the free sample plan I released a few years ago that you did, Pia. So it contains two skill days and one has a pull-up or a pronated grip, also called overgrip, and the other a chin-up supinated grip, also called undergrip focus. You will notice that you are stronger in one grip, which is the chin-up or underhand grip for most athletes. And whichever pull-up variation you get first will have a transfer to the other. That's why we train both simultaneously in this program. And I also made sure to slowly add volume with each week. Once you get your first pull up or chin up, you will be guided to achieve multiple reps as well. I work with all my clients on a pull up because it's a fundamental skill with so many benefits that I've just mentioned at the beginning. And if you want to learn more about my hybrid body program, then check out the link in the description below this video or in the show notes of the platform you're listening from, if it's Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you like to listen from. And another way to find my programs is the link in my Instagram bio, and my Instagram handle is at Marie Steff. And the last tip for you, Pia, on gaining strength and muscle, this requires working in different rep ranges for different phases. Make sure to include two to four week periods in which you perform your strength workouts in a lower rep range and then two to four weeks with a higher rep range. Feeling a muscle doesn't promise muscle growth. Even if you don't feel a muscle group in a lower rep range, for example, five reps of deadlifts or back squats, It will stimulate muscle growth because your body gets the signal having to get stronger to lift that weight. You might not feel a specific muscle group in that session per se, but you will probably feel your muscles the next day or two days after when you're sore. And soreness is not always required to let muscle grow but indicates that you fired the right muscles. If you guys wish me to do an extra episode on mind-muscle connection and how to improve it, let me know and I will put it on my list. Pia, I hope this was helpful to you. Keep me posted on your pull-up progress and the latest if you got your first one. I want to celebrate this with you because it is a big achievement and if anybody else achieve their first pull-up with my tips and recommendations or with my program, then please keep me posted on that as well. So that wraps up this week's What Would Marie Do episode. And if any other listener of you guys have a question or need assistance, please don't hesitate to reach out. And if this episode was helpful for you, then copy the link to share it with your bestie, with your family member or a person you know would benefit from it. By sharing this podcast and by subscribing to this channel, you support me even more than you can imagine. So leaving a positive rating for this podcast also allows me to create more valuable content for you. So stay motivated, strong and flexible and I see you in the next one.